Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. Welcome aboard, everybody. Thanks for checking us out this week. What up, everybody? I'm Spear. On the mics with me this week is the Mike Antor. What is up, Cantor? I wore sweatpants out last night. You wore sweatpants out in public last night? Yeah. Why did you go about doing that? Awesome. Was it? It was awesome. Were they yoga pants? No. Oh. I don't understand yoga pants. Yoga pants pants don't make sense to me. People wandering around in yoga pants. They show off all the most intimate details of your body. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you do that to yourself? That's an entirely different show. Yeah. (laughs) Totally different show. Uh, No Z. Z Z is in Europe. What's he doing over there? I don't know. Torturing Europeans. Having sex with children somewhere? Whoa! <laughs> what is that? Why? Why do you? Uh, want... You know that's what the vibe we both get from him. <laughs> <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. I'm not, not going to tell, tell me you. I'm wrong. I'm not going to tell you you're right. I'm going to let that one go. Oh my god! Oh, holy shit! What do we got on tap this week, there, Ganthor? Hotels, specifically New York hotels. What? Wait, see, why I was must you in be, your hometown? Why, why must you besmirch my hometown on the day after my beloved New York Metropolitans make it to the World Series? Oh, I thought you were going to say a couple days after your beloved New York Giants got destroyed. You know, what? I could give a rat's ass about the New York football Giants right now, seeing as how the oh, Mets really? win the World Series. Really, I'm glad you're recording this. I, yeah, I could really care less. I absolutely could care less. You could not care less. I could I could not care less. So I was in New York for a, <clears throat> a work event, a, a conference, so I stayed at a hotel. And um, the amount of effort that they put into turning this building into a hotel was minimal. So it, they bought whatever, you know, 1940s or 50s, I don't even know when it was built, condo apartment building, put a sign up, and a front desk in, and that's about the extent of the renovations that they did. Come on. I am serious. I took pictures. It's not like you were staying in a tenement, Ganthor. It was close to it. No, when the door, the door opened, it barely cleared the bed. I almost tripped over the bed walking in the room because it was right there in your face. Well, you have freakishly long legs. That's irrelevant. <laughs> it's not irrelevant. Normal-sized people probably wouldn't have had that problem. Nope. <laughs> nope. Disagree, sir. Nope. So, anyway, so the, the bathroom had two old pipes just capped off, sticking up out of the middle of the floor. The original fixtures, I swear, you know, the separate, separate hot knob, separate cold knob, two other knobs. I don't remember what they did. An ancient tub, the original lime green tile, crusty ass original bathroom door with original door hardware. I'm telling you, they bought the building, they put down carpet. They put a TV and a phone system in the room, and they called it a day. That that made this New York hotel. So a you hotel. are going to paint every New York hotel with that brush? Yeah, because that's the one I stayed at most recently. That's the only New York I'm hotel sh- you've ever? I'm sure the other one I stayed at recently was like that, too. I'm sh- you're sure the other one you stayed at was like that? Yeah. I mean, is there is there nothing to be said from the, it, it certainly sounds like a crappy hotel, Ganthor. I, I, there's no doubt about that. But is there something to be said for the fact that your company put you up in a crappy ass hotel? No, I picked it. It was a name brand hotel. It was right off, uh, right outside Penn Station. You picked it. Yeah. So you have no one to blame but yourself, then. Dude, it was a it was a high higher end national chain. It's rated four stars in the review sites. 
So what what were the other reviews saying? What were the other why reviews are you saying? Victim blaming me. I'm not. I'm not victim blaming you. Why did you? Why did you pick the hotel? It's your fault. It's not my fault. It had four stars. I just think that you find things to complain about. We wouldn't have a show if I didn't have find things to complain about. <laughs> this much is true. This much is true. So you're you're willing to say this New York hotel sucked. So all New York hotel sucks. <clears throat> I distinctly remember it being that way with the last New York hotel I stayed into. They did not remodel the bathrooms, which I have a problem with. It's a hotel. You should have nice bathrooms. I have, um, I have stayed in New York City extensively. Uh, I stayed in New York uh, because I was working there at one point. Um, I stayed all over, I've stayed all over the city, uh, downtown, midtown, uptown. I've been all over the place. And in every hotel... Your mom? <laughs> and in every hotel I've stayed in, I've had a very, very pleasurable experience. In fact, I have, I love, I love New York hotels because because you were getting pleasured. I love New York hotels because they have a tendency to get very trendy. And like you, you every time I walk into a hotel in New York, it smells like I don't know, like fruit or jasmine or or something. It's like they pump in fruity air. I have not noticed that. You have not noticed this, like I, I have not noticed that. No, some of the high, some of my high end ones, um, like the W, as an example, uh, they pump in scented air. That's weird. What? It, it the air is scented, and then everything in the room matches the scent of the air, like all of the the toiletries and stuff, all of the like the lotions and shampoos that's, and that's stuff. Pretty fancy. It's like like citrusy and. I don't. I don't even know. I can't. I can't even describe it because I just don't have that kind of vocabulary. Right. But that's what my impression of New York hotels are. They're very trendy. They're very kind of hip and upscale. And you know, hotels don't need should, to be that. They should be nice. They yep. don't need to be trendy. I, I agree with you there. They don't need to be trendy. They need to be nice. They, they need, need to, be, to agree. Make you think of a hotel and not some random New York apartment that you woke up in. I had one experience. I don't know if I've told this story or not, but I had this one experience at, at, a, at a hotel in New York where I walked in and I had, I had stayed there enough times. I had stayed at this brand of hotels enough times. I had the loyalty points yep. and they knew me enough. that when I walked in, they said, well, good evening, Mr. Spear. And I was like, well, well, good evening. Oh, you're here for one night. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, oh, so we'll, we'll upgrade you this evening. Oh, well, that's great. I appreciate that. And then I got the keys and it was, they said it's on the 57th floor. And I'm like, well, Jesus Christ, that's the top of the building. So I get up to the, I get up to, into the hotel and I get up into the 57th floor and I, and there's only like two doors on the 57th floor. And I, I walk into what my door is and it was like stepping into the suite from Pretty Woman. Did you ever see that movie? Uh, probably not the whole thing. So the, pr- <laughs> The suite in Pretty Woman, it, it was it was enormous. It was bigger than my damn house. Like I, <laughs> I walked in, I walked in, and on the on the right was the recessed living room with the big forty two inch widescreen TV, and then um, the the sectional couch, and then there was the dining room with a full length dining room table and like eight chairs around it, and then you walk around down the hallway. <laughs> past the all marble bathroom where the the, jacu- the jacuzzi's in there and the the standing shower with like all the jets and everything, right? I feel like that has uh that's colored your opinion. 
<laughs> so, I mean, if you can have your shitty ass experience coloring yours, I think this one can well, color Which mine. one is more likely? How many times are you going to get to stay in the 57th floor I, of that hotel? I, I, I don't know whether or not I still have status. <laughs> I, I like, doubt it. I, I highly doubt it. I walked into that room and I called all of my buddies. I'm like, holy shit, you got to come see this. And they all came, <laughs> they all came down. And, nice. And they're like... They're like, what the hell? I'm like, what does one guy do with this one room for one night? And they were like, I've, oh, I've shit. I've seen it in movies. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you guys did? <laughs> no, because at the time I was still married. Oh. Nowadays it might be a different story. Yeah. That's too bad. Too bad. I'm just saying, if you're going to buy a building and make it into a hotel, renovate the bathrooms. Make it look like it's something modern and not... A tenement building from 1943. Well, that much I'll agree with you on. And do you remember? Do you remember how much you paid for that hotel? Uh, yeah, the rate was three ninety nine a night. That's I mean, on on average, New York hotel rooms are ridiculously expensive. Yeah, the you, you pay the premium to stay in Manhattan. New York hotel the the average daily room rate for a hotel in New York City is north of three hundred dollars, and that is up every year. I mean, it's it's unbe- it's unbelievable. But you got to figure. I mean, New York hotels are at a premium, and they're always they're always trying to convert more. And the reason for that is because so many people come to this city. I mean, in, in 2013, uh, domestic visitors in 2013 were just shy of 43 million people. You would think that they would want to compete for those tourists, right? But they don't care. They they know you're a captive. It's like a taxi cab. Right? Are you ever been in a nice taxi cab? I have never been no, in a you've nice. You've never been in a nice. Nobody's ever been in a nice taxi cab because they don't have to be. Right? That's why Uber's taking off. You can see the type of car you're going to be riding in. People have to put in an effort to attract your business. Hard to argue with that. Hotels should be doing the same. That's my. Argue. That's what. That's why I'm so mad. You know, the one thing I'll give you for New York hotels is the noise. Did you what experience about? this in your in your last uh, your last day in New York? What? The noise. No, I didn't notice any from the street. I, I've stayed no, in I've stayed in hotels that. where like they'll often ask you, "Do you want to get uh, like a high, you know, high floor?" And you always answer yes to that question, right? Always, because there were there was at least one or there, there were at least a few times where I was like on the seventh floor and you could hear everything going on on like Eighth Avenue below. I mean, everything from police sirens to people calling for cabs to whatever. Right. Drunk idiot is screaming at the top of his lungs about the end of the world or whatever the fuck. <laughs> See, now you're telling you're blaming me for staying in crappy hotels. No, I don't. But that's not that. It won't matter whether or not you're staying in a good hotel or a bad hotel. It's just New York is just fucking loud. Hmm. There's just no way I to guess. avoid that. I guess it's just just a loud city, and it, it and it's true. It's the city that never sleeps. So it could be at two, three o'clock in the morning. And all kinds of hell is still break, breaking loose outside. <laughs> and all you're just like, is, shut up. Yeah. All I want to do is get some fucking sleep. What was the best hotel experience you've had? Because I can, I can very clearly remember mine. And it was recently, too. It was in March. The Hotel St. Paul in Montreal. In Montreal. It's beautiful. Yeah? Yeah. What was, so, what was so awesome about it? The tub was like seven feet long and three feet deep. <laughs> for the tall, for the big and tall crowd? Yeah. There was a, a fancy pants, nicely decorated room. 
Uh, you put the key card in a slot and it turns the lights on and the power and all that stuff. Yeah. They put chocolates on your pillow at night. They turn the music on for you. The hallways are beautifully lit with these nice mood lighting, I guess you could say. Had a nice bar and club downstairs. It's in the old port of the city. It's just fantastic. I loved it. Yeah. It's my favorite hotel. My Hotel, hotel St. Paul. My, um... My experience was just recently in March. It was the Aria in Vegas. Oh yeah, and I, I, it was it was kind of it was kind of cool. I, I opened the I I put the card in the door and then I opened it up and as soon as I walked in, it was like the curtain opening to the show that you were about to watch. I mean, without exaggeration, you walk in and all of a sudden everything just starts coming on. All the lights start to you know, the they slowly you know brighten up. Yeah. The 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 curtain just draws across the and it was a big window, draws across the window revealing the the whole Vegas skyline. Yeah. And I'm just like this is pretty and like like you said, like the music starts playing, like the the TV turns on and they're playing whatever spa-like music and I'm like look at this shit. <laughs> it was it was like here's here's the introduction to your room and I'm like wow. <laughs> Like you don't, you very rarely, if ever, walk into a hotel room and go, "Wow!" Unless you walk in and go, "Wow, what a dump!" <laughs> you, don't, yeah. you don't ever do that. It was yeah. just, I remember just standing there, just watching this all go on. I'm going, "Oh my god, this is pretty cool." That's nice. So, so here's here's the uh, here's the million dollar question, there, Ganthor. Yeah. What's the alternative? To if what? To, to New York hotels. If you're not going to stay in a, in a hotel in New York, what's the alternative? Uh, Airbnb. Airbnb. And it, Airbnb kind of freaks me out. Like, would you ever stay with Airbnb? No, I wouldn't trust it. So I've heard I've heard a lot of things where people get, they cancel the night before or the day of. And so you travel to this location, you're all set to, you know, check in or whatever, arrive at the place. And then they're like, uh, nope, canceled, sorry. Right. Right, so it, it's probably worth talking a little bit about what Airbnb is. It, it's a it's ride sharing for property is basically what it is, right? It's the same Uber yep. model. It's just with places you own. Yeah. So what you're basically doing is you're it's you're hanging a sign out that says room to rent. Well, house to rent or house to rent, right? I mean, but you could be renting out your entire house, or you could be renting out one room while you're oh, still. Do they do the one room? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Did that. While you're still living there, you're basically taking on a border for some period of time. See, that's too. I wouldn't. I would not like the first. I wouldn't like that in on either end of it, right? I wouldn't want a random wacko staying with me, and I wouldn't want to stay with a random wacko. Like, I mean, if I had like a rental property that I didn't live in, sure, I would do that if I wasn't renting it already. But yeah, I, I just suppose- wouldn't trust people to not mess up my shit. Well, <laughs> that's the thing, right? right? I mean, you're basically saying, "Hey, I'm not here." For a week or for whatever it is, yep. I'm going to schedule somebody to come stay here. I mean, that's basically what it is. Yeah. And you you meet with them, you exchange the keys or whatever else, and then off you go. But like for me, like if you're living in New York, you're you're probably living in a building with many other tenants, and I would have a problem even if I was one of the tenants in that building. Like you're basically giving some stranger access to my building. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. Really? Yeah. That wouldn't that wouldn't bother me as much as the fact that you know like what's to stop some ran, Joe random you know from using Airbnb to rent your place and then just ransacking it and pawning everything or just stealing everything that you own. I don't know whether or not Airbnb covers you for that kind of stuff from an insurance perspective. 
But I don't think so. I think Air- Airbnb makes it very clear that they're not liable right. for I'm anything sure, like, that happens. See, that's like I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust people to not do that. Yeah, I just th- that's bad enough. The the guy that you're bringing, <laughs> that you're just opening your room to rent and then letting someone stay there. Right. Like, can you imagine uh, Airbnb with Ted Bundy? <laughs> yeah, Ted Bundy or Jeffrey Dahmer or something like that. Yeah, no way, dude. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer walks in and says, hey, what do you got in the fridge? Oh, nothing good. I'm just going to eat you. <laughs> yeah. Who does that? Apparently, lots and lots yeah, of pe- people. Uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, maybe if they listened to our show, they wouldn't. Yeah, lots maybe, and lots of people. Maybe we'll single-handedly take down Airbnb. Seriously doubt it. And the the other interesting thing about this now with Airbnb is that it's gotten enough it's gotten enough traction that major metropolitan areas are are saying, what the fuck? Where are the hotel taxes? Right. Yeah. Do you know how many taxes there were there were on my hotel bill? Oh, at least five. Yeah, and they all add up, right? They add up. I mean, it's it's four hundred dollars for the room, and then tack on at least another fifty bucks worth of tax. Yeah, taxes and fees. Yeah, room tax, occupancy tax. Yep. New York City wants to rape my ass tax. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's- it's crazy. So you know what city? You know what city finally got pissed off at Airbnb? It's, it's San Francisco. It's right. It's Airbnb's hometown. Nice. <laughs> Airbnb is is was is based out of San Francisco, and they finally got pissed off, and they said, "We're going to start charging you hotel tax." So <laughs> Airbnb turned around and said, "Well, we're not too happy about this, so fuck you." And they started putting up these ads. All oh, yeah. over, all over San Francisco. Have you seen this, Ganthor? No. What are the ads? Say? So the, so what Airbnb is saying is that the the hotel tax now they're they're being asked to, or they're being told to charge, is roughly one million dollars per month. What? So it's twelve million dollars per year. So what they what they've done is they started to post big, you know, like those, um, you know, like those big poster size ads on like bus bus stops yeah here's one it says dear public library system we hope you use some of the 12 million dollars in hotel taxes to keep the library open later i don't get it basically what they're saying is you know we don't like paying taxes so we hope that you spend it well Mm. okay here's another one dear parking enforcement please use the 12 million dollars in hotel taxes to feed all expired parking meters love airbnb yeah, right. They're not going to do that because that would lower the revenue that they get. Right. Here's here's a third. Dear Public Works, please use the twelve million dollars in hotel taxes to build more bike lanes, like this one. Love. There you go. Love Airbnb. See, that, one, that one's okay. Love Airbnb. So I, you know, they were taking they were taking to the to the streets, um, literally, but they got beat up pretty badly on social media for this. Airbnb did. Airbnb did. They got beat up pretty good. For all these mm. different ads they put up, the the best one was from from somebody who apparently did the research about the twelve million dollars being spent to keep public libraries open longer. Yeah, it says, "Dear Airbnb, I'm happy to hear that you paid your taxes this year. I did too. Isn't it awesome? However, I've crunched some numbers and I have some bad news for you. Out of your twelve million in, of hotel tax, only one point four percent goes to the San Francisco public libraries. So that's one hundred sixty-eight thousand dollars divided by the eight hundred sixty-eight library staff. We have one hundred ninety-three per person. Assuming each employee works five days per week minus holidays, that's seventy-eight cents per employee per day. Since that's significantly under San Francisco minimum wage, which is twelve twenty-five per hour, I doubt that your hotel tax can keep the libraries open more than a minute or two later. 
Yeah, but that's not their fault. Well, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story there, Ganthor. Whatever. You know me. <laughs> <sighs> but, I mean, this is this is one of those things where it's like it's the disruptive nature of these businesses now. Yeah. You know, Airbnb, Uber, uh, Uber same kinds of things, challenging the, the norms of how people look at doing things. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I would ever stay at, at an Airbnb property, so to speak, unless it was one of those things where they're renting out their entire house. I'm not going to go bunk up with somebody. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I guess the, the the interesting thing about Airbnb is it's not just houses. I mean, Airbnb has unique properties. I mean, you can stay in anything from, you know, someone's loft to a, a, a castle. Without exaggeration, they have castles on Airbnb. A castle? Castles. Huh. Yeah. I mean, you can you can stay in like this cube house in the center of Rotterdam. You have to see some of these places. There's a, there's a house entirely made out of tile. Looks like it's in a looks like it's in a junkyard somewhere. I mean, you can you can stay at these private Palm Springs retreats. Here's one. It's a it's a Hedford house in Kells, Ireland. It's 60 beds. This is it looks like Stately Wayne what? Manor. What? Yeah. Huh. You can you can rent a houseboat near the Eiffel Tower. That's crazy. Here's the the Darcy Castle in Scotland, Fife, United Kingdom. It's a castle. It's got like a that, see that I would do. That would be neat. I would stay at a castle. I mean, I wouldn't want the whole castle to myself. I'd prefer to just rent a room in the castle. But here's a uh, here's a modern glass tree house in Atlanta, Georgia. Here's a goddamn palace in uh, in France. I mean, you got to see some of these places. Here's a Frank Lloyd Wright house. And here's another uh, here's another British castle in uh, in Kirkby Stephen in the United Kingdom. That's pretty cool. It uh, it accommodates sixteen plus. Hmm. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Uh, like, I mean, the only thing I can think of that you would do for that would be a party, but I wouldn't trust people. I mean, you gotta see not. this place, man. It's it's without exact. It has it has swords mounted on the walls. <laughs> it's a true British castle. It's hilarious. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's the one thing I would say for Airbnb. Maybe not for New York, but if I could go stay in a goddamn castle. I'd stay in a castle with you. I'd stay in a castle with you, buddy. Thanks. We'd fight, fight uh, vampires together. Oh, yeah. we pull those swords down off the walls. Yep. And <laughs> see yeah. who comes out the next badass. morning. <laughs> what if they were sexy vampires? Would you let them bite you? I would, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I probably would, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You'd be coming undead. You know what? Every vampire movie I ever see, the vampires are rich. Well, yeah, because you've got hundreds of years to accumulate your fortune. You don't have to do it by the time you're 65. You know? Absolutely. Compounding interest for a century. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, part of me, part of me says, part of me says that's probably not a bad, a bad thing, and the other part of me says, <laughs> I mean, how long can you live? I mean, eventually you're just going to get tired. Yeah, you and get bored. bored yeah, right? I mean, you're going to get tired and bored. No. Yeah. I imagine so. I mean, you'd probably have to move a lot. Yeah, you'd have to move all. You'd have to move all over the world. You'd have to live everywhere. You'd have to eat mm-hmm. every different kind of person. Yep, sounds like your mom. What? What did we learn, Gantor? Uh, New York hotels suck. Uh, you see, I disagree. Whatever. Disagree. You're always wrong. I know. I know. You know what I learned? I learned what? that I would like to live in a castle and we'd hunt vampires, sexy awesome. vampires. I'm I'm down with that. Make it happen. Excellent. So if you want to 
stay in the castle with me and Ganthor and hunt sexy vampires, why don't you go ahead and let us know? I crack myself up every time we do this. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you let us know on the Facebook page? Facebook.com slash four listeners or four listeners.com. You can check out the show. And you know what? Fuck Stitcher Radio. I can't figure out how to get the feed to update Stitcher Radio, but check us out on iTunes. Uh, you can search for four listeners and we'll pop right on up, or you can tweet us on the Twitters at four listeners. Nobody's ever tweeted us, have they? You know, people have tweeted us. We need, this is the call to action, folks. Give us a tweet. Yeah. Let us know you care. Let us know you care and that you like sexy vampires. <laughs> we thank you for checking us out this week, and we hope that you'll check us out again next week. Thanks a bunch, everybody. Oh, you were a vampire, baby, I'm a walking dead. Why am I your problem? You're always my problem. Why? I don't know. You're just fucking terrible to me. You deserve it. Why? Because of who you are. Because of who I am. That's hurtful.